the following presentation of the three o'clock parade is presented by adventure is out there travel adventure is out there travel and becca that's b-e-k-k-a at adventures out there it's great at fi- helping you find discounts providing concierge level service and helping you plan the greatest vacation of your entire life that's adventures out there travel the official travel partner of the three o'clock parade why are you being as creepy as fucking possible <laughs> i know i was gonna say your voice is already sexy baby you just you just said it creepy that time uh, <laughs> viva gaia and welcome back to the three o'clock parade professor daniel miller here in orlando wrapping her presents i mean doing holiday baking it's rihanna oh well, i'll be doing both actually you're yeah. welcome have you seen there's a TV show called the what's it called? Shoot, the Rap Battle. It's basically a cooking show, but for wrapping paper. That is tedious. It's pretty. These people are really good at wrapping things. Like they're really good. Care. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Only and so do they design their own paper? No, they're given wrapping? products to wrap. They're really oh. like these people. They do their um. That's Skipper DeGritchy in uh, the West Coast, by the way. Oh, this is Skipper Dick Rich on the West Coast. <laughs> but in this show, the rap battle, W-R-A-P, um, no, it's like these guys, and, and you know how on all these shows they give like their resume, you know, this is so-and-so, and they're literally like, they've won Rapper of the Year in Greater Atlanta, you know. <laughs> Macy's Florida Mall. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Greater Atlanta Rapper of the Year usually takes on a different connotation. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but it's so anyway. Um, okay. So I'm just trying to see, are, are you ready to try out for the show is what I'm really getting at. I mean, I'm not the worst rapper you've ever seen, but I'm definitely not the best. Mm. I'm pretty good at rapping. I can rap I think a gift. I give a shit. And basically I don't. Yeah. Oh, I well, come on, it's, you know, it's, it's paper that someone just like shred to bits to get to the insides and throw away why do they spend this much time and effort and money on this garbage i think everything's just be put in like brown paper bags you get from Publix. it's like when you go to a restaurant you know presentation right Mm -hmm. i get the paper that has the lines on the inside yeah oh my mom does that yeah yeah that's the best paper Mm -hmm. that's how you know they care (laughs) I think it's obvious. Rihanna's buying Rihanna's presents are way too good. See, the key is to buy cheap presents, and then they appreciate the wrapper because they know what's inside yeah. is going to be shit. No, I think oh. that it's what's on the inside. Mm, yeah. And uh, also, I buy my wrapping paper at the dollar store. You're welcome. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, because you weren't getting any presents from me. Oh. Okay. Actually, oh. well. Avi, Mark had a present for you. You didn't even want it. You didn't come I did want it. It was a very, very, chal- very busy week, weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhiannon mentions that because she was at Walt Disney World this weekend. Anything oh, of note from it. your most recent trip? Oh, just that I accomplished nothing and have many regrets. Well, oh. I read your list and I was like, that sounded like a wonderful trip. I mean, it was. Don't get me wrong. I'm mean, like, you know, your worst weekend at Disney World is still a pretty good weekend. Um, but we, you know, I, my favorite time of year is Christmas time and that goes doubly for Disney. And so I always want to see every single 
Christmas lights display, which of course means being at every park at the at dark time, and and that's not always easily accomplished. And every resort, and you know all the different holiday snacks and whatever. Um, and so we started Epcot Friday night and did that. That was okay. And then got to our room at stupid fucking All Star Sports <laughs> and woke Which up. Which section? We so well. We started. <laughs> At the touchdown section. Oh. We did not end up there. Oh. Um, yeah. So. Are you trying to say Mark didn't score? <laughs> just fine. Okay. Poor Mark. Um, <laughs> you know, so first fail was we did actually set the alarm to go off at like 5 a.m. to get up and go rope drop studios to get on Rise of Resistance. But of course the alarm goes off and I'm just like, fuck that noise. And I turn it off. And when we finally did wake up, at a reasonable time of, you know, nine-ish. Um, it was too late to try to get to the studio. And then as we're getting ready, brushing our you, we noticed that the carpet area, because it's not a refurb room yet, uh, all in front of the sink, so just flooded. So we had to call and get different rooms. They moved us over to surf set. And so we checked into that room and, you know, finally made our way to Animal Kingdom, but we're still just dragging uh, we did, you know, uh, do a couple of rides there, had a couple of drinks, met up with Jody, Cab, and Ryan, and, you know, had a great time, but we decided we needed a nap before we were going to hit up Springs, because we wanted to do the Christmas tree trail and all of that, and so we take our nap, and the alarm goes off, and once again, I'm like, fuck it, and so we did actually wake up for a bit, enough for Mark to go get us dinner from the food court at All Stars, and uh, we ate food in bed and watch TV and that was it and we didn't leave the room again so it was pretty lame and the room we had that we got moved to um, had a leaking shower faucet so we got to listen to a drip for quite a bit of time and then Saturday or sorry Sunday we're supposed to again 5 a.m. alarm goes off fuck it said no back to bed regular alarm goes off I get up and Mark's just like I don't want to get up so we didn't leave the room until like 10.59. And so we got into Magic Kingdom with enough time to basically just do Jingle Cruise and Mansion and then left. And we did the monorail loop to see those resorts. And then we headed home. And that was basically it. So we never got to studios, never got to Rise the Resistance, never got to Disney Springs. Um, but, you know, again, it's not a bad weekend. Just didn't right. check all the boxes. Well, so relaxing that's, that's nice. I think the one thing that caught me off guard again this year, and, and it, it, and it, because I, a couple years, a couple years ago, when they raised the prices of the annual pass, it seems like a lot of people went to like the silver pass, and and this weekend now is like circled. It should be, and I always forget to circled on the calendar of this is like super duper busy weekend because it's the last weekend before the new year. Mm-hmm. Of that would explain things. So you for, you're 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 there and you're like, why is it absolute <laughs> pandemonium here? Yeah, it, that was not terribly enjoyable, but so it is because it's the last weekend of silver and gold passes. Oh, just like silver and gold, <laughs> yeah. Silver and gold, but AP passes. Oh, man, you gotta write that. Yeah. Um, so that was going on. We got lots going on. So you never went to the Christmas tree trail? No. Probably better though. It would if you were planning on going Saturday night, 
That would have not no. been yeah. the world's greatest experience. But um, so much going on. Um, the we, we 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 do it. We have a new bar. New bar alert. Multiple, Ooh. multiple new bars opened up yesterday at the Riviera Resort, completing the official uh, Monterey or uh, excuse me, Gondola Bar Flight now is officially open. Um, so I went over to Riviera yesterday, got an opportunity to go there and check it out. And I wouldn't say necessarily the outside area. It's just going to be a great stop for a, for a bar crawl. You know, if, in and of itself, there, I don't think you'd be like, oh, my God, I really want to go to the Riviera pool bar. But as part of a overall trip, it's going to be great. It's a great, perfect stop. Very convenient from Banana Cabana to the gondolas, and uh, it's going to be nice. It's uh, If I could say what the Riviera Tower is, it reminds me a lot of Bay Lake Tower, but with a totally different theme. But, like, they literally, like, it's got everything similar, just with a different theme. Um, and I went up, and then I, we did get to stick around long enough to when they opened up, what I was like, oh, let's go up to the rooftop bar. And, well, it's... It, Technically, yes, there is a rooftop bar. Technically, it's much more like a really nice restaurant that does happen to have a lounge area, but like you, I, it's nowhere in the same um, feel of like, let's say, Top of the World Lounge or the one um, uh, Dahlia over at Coronado. I mean, where you can just wander in and just grab a few drinks. No, it's like you you go to the podium and the lady like. They, Maybe this was just first day thing. They were like very strict about you got to check in and we'll seat yeah. you at the bar. Is, um, that, is that the way it is the California Grill? Because that's how I'm imagining. It's you know, very kind of similar to California Grill. Yes. If you, so I think the different, the biggest difference is California Grill has been open for 20 years and this is day yeah. one. Um, I think they'll get it worked out. I also think. This is just sort of my initial thoughts on on all these rooftop bars that aren't for, aren't at the Magic Kingdom. Is the reason that the ones at the Magic Kingdom are so popular is that when you're there during the fireworks, they pipe in the music and you actually kind of see the whole fireworks show mm-hmm. from the bar. Both this place and Coronado, while yes, you will be able to see fireworks, it's like watching them from like a, two states away. So you're not like watching the show. It'll be like, oh my gosh, that's cool. There's some fireworks going off. But it, it's it. I don't think it's gonna have that like, oh my god, let's hurry up and get there on time. Maybe, maybe it will. I just. I don't. I agree with you in the whole like it's not gonna be the destination spot for hurricane. Hurricane. What the fuck? Fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Where's my brain right now? Um, but. I think that if you happen to be there, they could enhance the experience by piping in the music. That seems like it wouldn't be a hard thing for them to do. Right. Uh, They might. So it'll be interesting to see what develops. I think it's going to be, it's just going to be interesting to see how it's embraced by Disney fans. I was thinking, talking about this today and the thing about Disney world as it is now. And I think we would, I think we would all agree that there's what, like seven restaurants that are like super popular and the rest are all kind of (laughs) not you know it's the same seven restaurants that everybody wants to get into and it just will disney fans embrace this 
signature restaurant as one of the ones you got to go to. Um, we'll just Is this see. one that actually has like a cheese cart? Like they roll it, has it, by? it has all kinds of carts. I saw carts. I was going to ask, did you have a chance to check out the menu? Not oh, really. Joe. It was, oh, this is one of those times, very, you would not have been impressed, Rian. This was very similar to me going up there with the cooler because we were literally just there walking around. And so we walk up and everybody else is like ready for like a nice dinner at a signature restaurant. Me and Colin are walking in in our mm. shorts and t-shirts. Say carrying, no more. Say no more. Yeah. And so it's literally like, this, the, you know, the, it's like when you walk into a, in a an animal house, you walk in and the and the record player skips. <laughs> you went into the Destillate Club. Yeah, they're like, you guys aren't here for dinner, are you? You know, it's just, it, I don't know. So one of these days we're gonna get a, a the true sense, but hopefully Sunday. Up next year. But it's a it is a really nice place. Like California Grill, and maybe a little bit nicer. It looks great. Yeah, I, I mean, I looked at the pictures and I was like, man, like definitely spe- upscale. Yeah, definitely spare like. No expense. I was about to say it's exactly what I would say. Spared no expense. I mean, like it. It reminds me of um, Yachtsman. Like when you walk in and they have the case Ooh. with the steaks sitting there. Yeah. Thing, but like handmade pastas, you know, like. Ooh. Yeah, they have a case with handmade pastas and and other meats and things like they have it. They have that. It's like they went around to all the most popular restaurants at Disney and took bits and pieces from all of them. Yeah, I mean, they clearly took notes and it's super nice. But like for the kind of purposes when we say, hey, we're going to do a bar crawl. I'm not necessarily sure it it checks that box, (laughs) but we'll see. Um. But that was neat. The place is nice. I'm excited. It's just exciting that it's finally open because it completes the entire um, gondola system now for this yeah. this this leg. I gotta say that though, for me, I think that's like the only real draw. I have zero interest in anything I've seen from any of the photos, spec art, concept. I mean, sure, homemade pasta sounds delicious. Rooftop bar, nice. But like, we already have that. How many? fucking Italian restaurants do we need? No, I I think you bring up a good point. This is kind of what my, yeah, I think that it's going to be tough to break into that category at Disney of places people want to leave their resort or leave a park and go to. Um, You know, I think Yachtsman checks that box. Um, You know, anywhere on the monorail loop does. Um, You know, the possibly, you know, Animal Kingdom Lodge just because it's very unique. But, you know, you leave those, there aren't that many that are not in a park that are, like, destination. People build their vacation around, let's let's, let's head to another resort. It just doesn't happen that often. Well, um, and I think, I think, like you said, it's the unique part, right? Because, like, I'm, almost every town has good Italian food. Right. You know, so, like, if, if it's up to, if I'm, if I'm planning, and my option is, like, oh, we can go get Italian food around the corner or we yeah skip went through a tunnel again no i'm here oh, okay no 
you're right, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I I tend to think that the typical vacation family at Disney, let's just say seven days is is a normal vacation for Disney. You're gonna have possibly one meal in each park. That's four main meals, yeah. and then that leaves three. One of them's probably gonna be Ohana. The other one's gonna be <laughs> um, Chef Mickey's, and that leaves one. I mean. It, at a resort it, or probably now with Disney Springs being so popular, everybody likes going there. So that to break into that, that, that lineup is going to be challenging. Um, and so I'm a little surprised they went signature, but I don't know. Cause at the, the resort itself, I don't know if necessarily can support a signature restaurant. Cause it's, it's a, it's not a, I don't know. Or I just don't know. It'll be interesting it to see. what. Fancy. Yeah. It's very fancy. Well, I think I think that's the thing. For it to be at like a deluxe resort, does it have to have a signature restaurant? Like, no, that's not the rule. Yeah, but that's part of why they put put it there. But it'll end up being like Artist Point, where you know, in a few years, it'll be fucking up. A totally like unthemed dinner yep. with like jasmine and you're like wait what does jasmine have to do with riviera yep so it, it's i find it interesting um this this whole thing of adding these mo- they're all great these 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 rooftop bars and stuff and it's just how are these going to fit into people's vacation is yet to be determined and i think that'll be what has to happen well part of the reason that we booked coronado for march was specifically for the bars yeah right that place is going to be hopping yeah especially with that three three bridges is just oh man i'm so excited about it it's really is a great place it feels vacationy which is what you want um of the new bars at coronado it is to me the superior of the two that and the dahlia um the dahlia you're gonna want to go check out but then you're like let's head back to that three bridges (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hang out there they got like a fire pit and we'll just chill there for a while but i definitely look forward to hearing about that but so that's going on um what's i gonna talk about um oh i find this a little interesting how many years has it been since animal kingdom opened um pandora two years now two and a half years Seems like more, but sure. That's they okay. just today opened a lot a bathroom in the line. Oh yeah, it's not like that. Two, oh, wow. two and a half years later. It's like oh, that's because it really is that that would be uncomfortable if it's because it is it's maybe they just didn't anticipate it averaging a three hour long wait like into the third year. Right. <laughs> you know, like Rise of the Resistance. It's probably gonna be about the same thing. I mean, if it's. You're gonna, it's going to continue to be popular as you know, going into the into the years. And right now, you know, obviously it's pandemonium trying to get in there. But um, what is the one at Disneyland open? January? Yeah, January 17th, I think. 15th or so, 17th. Yeah. I wonder if they'll use the same system, this boarding group thing. I mean, that's what they did when the land originally opened. They did boarding groups. So I would imagine. Uh, like, it's nice. You know, you can... You can do it on the app. So, yeah. I like, no, like, what are your thoughts? Like, I, I obviously, this is as close as anything has ever been to my dream of a just plain queueless system. So, I clearly love it. But, what do you like if, from what you've been watching? Is this something that you guys are, would you rather do this or, 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 or do the like eight hour standing in line thing? 
I like I the morning. Would rather do. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. My only um, concern is the concept of the return time. Like, I understand that they're not really able to accurately predict, and therefore they can't give you that return time. But that I'm just a stickler for an itinerary, and so that would really bother me because I know that you don't have to stay in the park. So I'd be like, all right, I guess I'm going to go to Epcot. And the next thing you know, I'd be like getting some announcement. I'm like, fuck! Yeah. You know, and so if I just had known in advance when I was supposed to come back, I, I think yeah. I'd like it a little bit more. Well, I think I what, don't want to stand in the line for four hours. Well, and that's where I think you're 100% right. That would be ideal if they could. But I think that's what's the, the beauty of this is that the biggest problem with FastPass is with the return times. If the thing breaks down for two hours, you've got three hours of backup showing up at the exact same time. And then it's yeah. like, yeah. what is this, slow pass? Oh, shit. You just had them. Wow. What is that? <laughs> so, I mean, this does that. You know, clearly you just really like, I guess we, you know, my boarding group hasn't gotten any closer to. But in the meantime, you're not. When it does come, finally, you can just walk right on or, you know, whatever it is, yeah. 20 minutes, 30 minutes or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, so. we actually like have kind of started discussing it, assuming that they're still doing that in March. And we were just like, we'll get there, get our boarding pass, and then probably go someplace for breakfast. Yeah, because uh, don't you have like a two hour window or something like yeah. that to get back? Yeah. Two hours, yeah, man. And then just start, you know, doing your normal thing at studios, but drinking. Yep, and then you know, maybe start at the farthest bar and. <laughs> You know, every 30 or 45 minutes, you make your way a little bit closer. Yeah, because I figure if you kind of remain at the, you know, Crescent Lake edge of World Showcase distance, you're no further than a half hour from getting back there. You know, you can be back with the with the gondola system as long as it's running or the boat. You're you're about a half hour from getting back if it if it hits. We're going to get one of our scooters and put them in the locker and... You know, when it's time, we're going to jump out, grab the scooter, shoot across the boardwalk well, area. Just keep going. Guys, I have an important announcement. Ready. An update, if you will. <laughs> My dollar store wrapping paper has lines on the inside. Nice. So, suck it. Wow. That's nice. great. The lines are key. Yeah. I'm, I'm not quite sure who's, who's at the receiving end of the suck it, but we'll take it. Probably nice. Well, it's for the uh, company White Elephant Exchange tomorrow, so we'll see who sucks it. Oh, I had I had mine today. Ooh, what'd you get? I got a set of uh, press-on nails and Ooh. lashes. Yes. Your favorite. Yeah. I was. Everybody was like, try mine. I said, I gotta go. I gotta go report, report, I gotta record a podcast. I said, but tomorrow I will wear them to work. Well... I'm so. glad that we could provide a, a, an opportunity for you to avoid oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. random observations. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, what are you taking? What are, what, what are they? Uh... Um, it's a gift set thing for Jack Daniel's Honey, and it has these cute little honeybee sturdy straw things with it. Oh yeah. So yeah. I uh, I took a shitty Velcro wallet. Yeah. Put trash tickets in it. Uh, I put uh, thirty dollars in iTunes cards inside. Okay, okay. But the person didn't open 
the wallet. So he was yeah. just kind of like, Velcro wallet? I used to always do like, a box liquor thing, and I put scratch tickets in it, and no one ever fucking looked. So I just stopped doing that because no one really cared. I was hoping that somebody would, like, steal it from him and then look. And then that yeah, guy would have been like, oh, damn. Yep. And then that guy would have been like, damn it. I'm a chance. Had a chance. Um, thankfully, I think I've gotten out of. I don't. I haven't. Maybe I just have missed it. I think I'm getting out of doing one at work this year. I'm oh, of, I love out it. Of, I volunteered. Oh, yeah, right. it's so fun, man. <laughs> oh. Speaking of fun, I just walked up to my taco place. The guy saw me at the window and took two beers out of the fridge for me. Perfect. Aww. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so much better than the other place. Oh, hundred times. Hundred beds, rather. So. Back to sort of, I I oh, like what we're doing. I like what we're doing with Rise of the Resistance. But what do you? The real question is, what's going to happen when they open Mickey and Minnie in like a couple months? Rise of the Resistance is still going to be extremely popular. So, are they going to add Rise of the Resistance to regular Fast Pass, and then do this it. to Rise of the Resistance, or we're going to do double boarding groups where you have to pick one or the other? I would assume something more along those lines. Yeah, it's gonna be that. Yeah, I, I think the, I think, I think Disney, at least from their point of view, has to be thinking this boarding group was the way to go. So I feel like they're gonna be like, as much as there are, you know, not you can't please everybody when you got thirty thousand people trying to ride a ride for ten thousand people. But I feel like this way is is really pissing off a less number of people than the any other system. So it'll be interesting yeah, to see how I, that works. I really like this stuff. Um, all right. Now, I really wanted to know. The one thing I really wanted to know coming in, Skipper DeGritchie, it's been like about three weeks since we've talked. What percentage of Disney Plus programming have you now watched? I watched both Tron. I watched a lot. Like, I I go home and I flip through like regular TV channels, and then think to myself, why do I still pay for this? Right. And then I go back to Disney Plus. I mean, th- you are the target audience for this. Oh, 100 percent. Um, I've really liked the Imagineering story. I'm sad that it's over. I was yeah. hoping that they would continue it. I hope it comes back. I hope enough non, like, fanatical people, like, even as much as we obviously are involved in, like, you know, Twitter of, of people that are involved, we still have a very small group. <laughs> I hope enough regular people watch it that they want to do it again. Yeah. I think, I think, they, I think, I think it was. I think it was a big hit. I hope so. One of my favorite things, though, was, uh, one of the Imagineers that he was like on every show and, uh, you know, he's still alive, but he <laughs> tweeted one day, he was just kind of like, um, I guess I'm going to make it till next week because well, like I'm still on the show or something like that. Cause you know, the first like four or five shows, somebody died on every one of them. <laughs> it was rough, man. It's like lost. Yeah. You're like, God. 
It's rough to, it's rough to be an Imagineer. <laughs> did, I, I didn't catch the ending. Did Walt Disney ever die or? Uh, you know, I don't, I'm going to leave that up to, I don't want to, I don't want to give up any, no spoilers. No spoilers. Okay. No spoilers. No spoilers. Oh man. Um, I, I saw Frozen 2 on Friday. Oh, how was that? I actually, oh. have you seen it, Rita? No, not yet. I want to. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I definitely even. Yeah. I think we would agree that I'm not like a super fan of animation, but like, obviously that it, it Here's here's my I'll just give you my initial thoughts. I went through the first 15 minutes. I'm like, oh my god, this is so bad. This is going to be like a like a TV special. Like they're reintroducing you to all the characters, you know. And I'm like, this is awful. Mm-hmm. It's I felt like this was like a, this was like a you know ABC Family TV Saturday Night Special. Oh no. And then it's almost like about 20 minutes in, it's like, no, it's going to be awesome. And then it just stays awesome the whole rest of the way. Okay, well, that's good. Um, yeah. yeah, and it was really great. And there's some, uh, some you know, great songs, um, but not the ones that I think I don't think the one that they're playing all the time is is the best of them. And there's some, it's just really fun, and um, it's it's a good it's a good movie. And I was I was very skeptical after the first ten minutes, though. I'm like, oh shit, it's just a bad unnecessary sequel. Um, but it got yeah. much. See it going in that direction, but I'm yeah. glad to hear it corrected yeah. itself. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at this Ass Sour Motor Scooter Grinchy because also when it comes to movies, we've got Star Wars of Skywalker. Oh, we do this week. Oh, we do. At what level of election? Now? Wait, what? Like what? What level of election are you at for right now? Are we at ten percent? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm so excited. <laughs> I did. Um, you see that they leaked. Her, um, Livy soundtrack um, listing of all the titles of the soundtrack. Have you read? This? I did not. All right. But somebody told me that it was a joke. Well, yeah, I'm just gonna read these and see if and see if you if you haven't you want to know what this might mean. Could be spoilers. Be careful. Um, Ray trains, ships landing, tattoos on set. Ray's parents are Ewoks. <laughs> Number five, Lin Lin Manuel Jedi rap. Number six is probably right. sounds like a really good one. Poe and Finn Bone, the remix. You've got number eight, Darth Maul cameo. You've got uh, the Cantina song featuring Blues Traveler. Oh, God. <laughs> number 10, C-3PO is evil now. Oh. And uh, number 13, more like Daddy Vader. Oh, God. <laughs> Takes a very unique turn around about halfway through the film. Um, <laughs> Really, really worried about number fourteen. Millennium Falcon explodes. It's a very no. Yeah, <laughs> number fifteen. It gets it gets a little darker. Chewie sent to prison. Aww. Um, but like it gets better though. Sixteen. Boba Fett is alive. Wait, spoiler. Is he dead? <laughs> number seventeen. Warning from Han's ghost. Can we go back? <laughs> I like. Does, does um, Chewie go to prison or the pound? 
He's going. <laughs> um, we've got. Number 18, oh, this is a big spoiler, so if you, if you don't like spoilers, tune out. Um, surprise, Luke's alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. 19, oh, uh, Luke dies again. Jesus. 20, the whole galaxy burns down. And I think probably the most disappointing, most people will be disappointed about number 21 called It Was All Just a Dream. No, they were dead the whole that time. seems to make no sense. But everyone gets happy again in the end because it's number twenty-two, the Jedi rap reprise. Oh, so it should should end well. So that's us. Well, we'll know. We'll know in two days. Yeah, some spoilers. Hey, hey, hey. you want to hear something crazy? I love crazy. Everything. Um, guess when I'm gonna go see it? Opening night tomorrow. Thursday. As in, like, soon. As in not, like, waiting for Mark to force me to watch it on Redbox. Aren't you proud of me? Well, I am. Is this another work thing? Friends. No, actually. Uh, Our company's gotten so freaking big that uh, we're not doing it this year. And instead, um, our jeweler that we're getting my engagement ring song with... Uh, they rented Ooh. out a theater for the showing, so we get to go. What? Yeah. Holy crap. So, How bougie am I? Are, are, yeah, they no gonna, are they going to have to make a special announcement at the beginning instead of like turn off your cell phones? Like, women, please put away your engagement rings. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, please turn off your cell phones, cover up your engagement rings, and prepare for the show. Our realtor did that for. Um, Whatever the light, the man, what was the last um, Disney cartoon before this? Anyway, um, the, the realtor did that. So we got to go for free for Coco, maybe. I think it was Coco. No, it was Beauty, uh, uh, Jasmine, Aladdin. Oh, live, wow. Yeah, live action Aladdin. Man, I don't know anybody that's renting out theaters. Aww. Apparently, it's no. a free, like for customer appreciation now. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the little Mexican restaurant that I go to that only has like eight tables isn't going to rent out. Is that where you bought your engagement ring, Skip? <laughs> well, no. I use one of the little, like, turn, you know, 20, 25 cents. Turn it. Um, I was hoping for an engagement ring. We ended up with a sticky hand, which works. Let's see. Um, Livy wants to know, uh, you have drawn in the Disney Secret Santa the following person. What are you going to get them? Um, Rhiannon, you have gotten Yoda. What are you going to get Yoda? Wait, regular Yoda or baby Yoda? Let's go with baby Yoda because you actually like baby Yoda. <laughs> baby Yoda. <laughs> um, can I get him like a new home? And by a new home, I mean like he can come live with me. <laughs> He'd be really good at chores. Right? Yeah. Moving, yeah. Moving things around. You just use the force. Yeah. Skipper um, Gucci, you are buying for Mickey Mouse. Ooh. Man, what do you get somebody that has everything? He's got everything. I mean, he's got every career in the book. He was a rapper once. I mean, he's been like yeah, a doctor. He's, he's been to space. <laughs> he's been to space. I mean, it's like Barbie. Maybe a Barbie then. I don't know. 
Um, Jolly of the Month Club? <laughs> you get him a, a Universal Pass? or? Oh, there you go. Yeah, Pass Universal. He's like, I've never been. <laughs> Everybody keeps talking about this Hagrid ride. I got to go over there. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to try Volcano Bay. Gosh. That's goofy. <laughs> uh, I've got Bob Iger. I'm going to get him a restraining order for Skippy, for Skippy Critchie. <laughs> oh, shit. No. Bob and I need to talk. I've got more plans. I bet you do. Yeah. So, well, speaking of that, Skip, when it comes to Disney Life, a.k.a. Disney Plus, do you feel there's enough original content? Um, I think that, like, a lot of these, like, a lot of these streaming services kind of put out, like, a few, and then over time we're going to get more. So, uh, I'm, now that we're at the point where things are starting to end, I'm kind of like, What's next? Um, but I also wait, feel there's wait, a lot of classic things stuff. Things are trying to end. I'm just saying, like seasons are over. Like the Imagineering show. Never gonna end, right? I mean, it shouldn't. But the season for Baby Yoda only has two more episodes. And then what? Right? Then you gotta wait. Fortunately, they're filming now, but still. But be the Mandalorian, or will he, or will the child get his own show? Or what if he like is? What if Baby Yoda is just a great actor and he's really an asshole in real life, and he's going <laughs> to demand too much? You know, he's going to be like, I you don't call the show Baby Yoda, you call it the Mandalorian. So I need more money. Holy hell! I need friends' money. Yeah. What if he wants Ross and Rachel that. money? No, his heart oh, is too pure. I feel like he's like Baby Herman from Roger Rabbit. No. <laughs> yep. Did you see that SNL skit on Saturday? No. No. Uh, they, did a, they did a bit on Weekend Update where they had, it basically was Baby Herman as Baby Yoda. Or whatever the fuck his name yes. is. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and I didn't appreciate it. I, I did not. Did you write in? Are you, are you like trying to, is it like cancel culture? You're trying to like get them fired? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that we should just end free press and freedom of speech when it comes to insulting Baby Yoda. Yeah. So. Right. Oh, Baby Yoda. Freedom you. of the press. Because there, is, there are limits to our freedoms. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and usually that's where it goes. Um, Skipper Gritchie and Rhiannon, and uh, asked our boner from Timmy Haynes. He, his wife, supplier, uh, comes in from Japan. And he came bearing gifts, and it's Saki Kit Kats. Oh. Ooh. So how many of these Kit Kats does he have to eat until he's blacked out in the living room? Uh, I'm not a Saki person, so I really couldn't tell you. Sorry. Um, I love Saki, but I'm not a Kit Kat person, so I can... Really? Wouldn't you... What if they could add these to the Saki bar and... um. Japan. Instead, you could like sample. already have them there. Could sample the Kit Kats. Maybe they do. I'm gonna have to go well, check that out. Well, because they have the green tea Kit Kats there. Yeah, I was gonna say I've had the green tea Kit Kats. Maybe which they do. Amazing. Maybe they do. Man. Yeah, we still have some of the various flavored Kit Kats that we picked up in in Tokyo. 
And every time we have friends over and Mark has a little bit too much to drink, he tries to like pass them off to our friends, be like, Look what we had. Aren't they exotic? Aren't they cool? And like, Mark, stop it. We can't get more of those. It's like, I am the Kit Kat hoarder and he's like the Kit Kat dealer, enabler. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think I mentioned it before, but that still reminds me of the time I laughed so hard that about the world's most terrible man, Derek Bergen, who. Was he has a fridge with like special drinks, like like that he collects, and one of them was a special Coke can from um, Stranger Things. I love Things. this story. Yeah. yeah, and his girlfriend was thirsty. Got <laughs> into the fridge and drank it. Oh yeah, that would totally. I, I'm on Team Bergen on that one because that's <laughs> happened to me. No, like I have that with beer in the beer fridge. And we'll have parties, and Mark will be like, yeah, man, just help yourself in the beer fridge. I'm like, no, like, we have the giant cooler out full of the shit beer. No one's allowed in the beer fridge, but uh, I'm an asshole, I guess. Is that where you keep the Zima? The old uh, Stranger Things Zima? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because, well, you're right, because somebody's going to walk up to that beer fridge, pull one out that they've never had before, have about two sips, and be like, I'm not really a big fan of this, and just leave it out. Yeah. Drinker, mm. yeah. <laughs> I could. Oh, that's totally what's gonna happen too. It has happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's like this isn't yeah. my first rodeo. No. Uh, um, Outer Rim Jim, who is coming into Walt Disney World this weekend, um, has a sour bone, and this is a good one. I really want to hear if you guys have thought of been thinking about this at all because I have. Uh-oh. Um, is it too early? For the three o'clock parade 2020 predictions for Disney World or Disneyland, um, do you think of do you, do you think there's any big announcements that Disney will make in 2020 um, that exclude price increases? Because those will just happen naturally. Um, 2020. Ooh. Well, I'll start. I, I have been thinking about this today before I even read that. And I hope it's this year that they announce it. But if not, I, I really do think um, the gondolas have been very popular and they seem to be very efficient. Take away the one near-death experience people had on it that one time. It was not near-death. But they didn't die. But did you die? But anyway, I think um, the only natural step now is to connect – the western part of Disney with another line, which would be Coronado Springs, um, All Stars, so Rhiannon could get in and out a little easier, and then Animal Kingdom Lodge oh, and Animal okay. Kingdom. <laughs> Rhiannon's Resort, All Stars. And then uh, <laughs> Gondola East, which would be start at Epcot, go to Old Key West, Port Orleans, Saratoga, and Disney Springs. And then that would c- combine now all of Disney property with except for water parks and they're kind of the bastard children anyway, but um, that would pretty much combine all Disney world into the gondola or monorail system. So, I mean, that would be great if they did that. My only concern and like, again, it's a very, very minor complaint, and if it happened, I would get over it quickly. But uh, I question the blending of the theming with Animal Kingdom Lodge. 
I just can't picture like that beautiful African building and, and the animals and then the giant brightly colored character laden yeah. coming on in. Well, right. No, I I feel you. Hopefully it would come in. The way that the Animal Kingdom Lodge is set up just physically, they if they put the station down at the end of the bus loop, you would hardly even see it from the resort. So they could kind of sneak in the side. Um, one would hope. Because um, I, I definitely see what you, I definitely, you know, I get totally what you're saying. But yeah, we don't want it like coming right through the, 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 uh, the Serengeti. <laughs> no. Not so much. Anything you guys think it might happen this year? Um, well, I mean, so at Disneyland, they announced that they're going to put in a fourth tower at the Disneyland Hotel. Nice. We haven't discussed that. Yeah. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to contain the Vacation Club. Uh, but I, I kind of almost feel like the the plans for that other hotel that were going to be on the opposite side that kind of got thrown away, um, they still have all that space. So I'm almost wondering if they're going to announce a Star Wars resort much like the one that they're building over there, over here. Because hmm. that also butts right up to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, and, oh man, and, and and if you talk about place where people have the money, I mean, <laughs> it's such well, a... Well, I think people are already only booking, like, a two or three night stay yeah. anyway, you know? So, that fits right in. Interesting. I bet, uh, my guess is if, it, and I, I think if you, if you are onto something... My get, they probably would like to see kind of what the response is here before mm-hmm. they make the decision. Same with my gondola prediction. I think I just don't know how much they want to watch the gondolas to see if they, you know, does it increase spending along the monorail loop to those resorts? Does it? How does it affect parking? How does it reflect? You know, all those things. Um, maybe they're analyzing more, and I'm sure they'd like to do a lot of analysis uh, on the Star Wars Land Hotel before they do another one. So. I like I, I I I don't think you're far off. I think that is definitely likely. Um, I saw they're really coming along on the the Marvel Land at Disneyland. Oh yeah, it is. Keep on trucking. Yeah. Any predictions you have, Rhiannon? Really? You know, you know one that I I'm not sure I'd call it a prediction. No, you know what? I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. It's not too oh. nice. Oh. I I think if I was gonna add one more, I think the Grand Floridian um is going to undergo and the contemporary. They probably will maybe they'll announce both. I don't know. I don't know when they're gonna do it. Both of them are go- at some point are go- shortly are going to get a complete like like upgrade. Um I I thought maybe they would do it when they did the golden, the enchanted rose, but we we talked about this before. It could be temporary. Um, yeah. So maybe it's well, a couple so years I, down the road. So well, one of the things. Oh no! Please go ahead. Um, just real quick, is that when we went through there just to see the Christmas decorations in the gingerbread house, um, the space that used to be Meisner's was just closed off because I guess there wasn't enough you know, traffic to warrant having that staffed or open. But I just thought, well, hmm, that's a lovely waste of space. Oh, my gosh. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Go on, Skipper. 
Oh, well, what I was going to say is, I mean, and it's obviously been like 10 years since I was there, but one of the sticking points that um, was, was a point of conversation that we would always talk about in marketing was that with the Grand Floridian, the reason that it can't get any more uh, AAA diamonds or, you know, whatever is because it's actually open to the public. Right. And one of the one of the things that they talked about was having an area of the resort that was private to resort guests. Hmm. So when you know, so it's always been something that they've thrown around saying like, you know, how do we raise the ratings at our flagship resort? Uh, and basic answer was just don't let anybody else in. That's so, over something like Well, and you know, like maybe it becomes like the same way there's DVC sections, maybe the Grand Floridian would be the first Club 33 resort oh, that dude. had like a wing dedicated just to that. Well, let me piggyback on that for a second, Scott. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> but as much as I agree, I, I, for me, it's not going to do over to a. I have heard use the. I've heard someone that we know that that has been in on a lot of meetings use the term that the content, they want the contemporary to be the flagship resort. Meaning Ooh, interesting. I don't, I, if they can make that the place that like for all the public, <laughs> you know, like just, this is ground zero. Cause they could, you know, let's make this where this is where everybody comes and hangs yeah. out. All the restaurants, We'll put the character dining over here, all that stuff. And you know what? Sorry, Grand Floridians just kind of – although they did just make that walking yeah. path. That's going to make it <laughs> – That's going to make it a little bit rough to close off. But well, the other thing was – Maybe the main okay, tower. Yeah. That main tower could just become – like you could – everybody can go to Narcusis, but you can't get in that main tower without a, a – you know. Um, the other conversation, because since we're talking about having a different flagship – was the patch of land that's uh, lakeside, like towards the Magic Kingdom, between the Polynesian and the Contemporary? For the longest time that I was there, they were talking about making building the Mediterranean. Yeah. There, and that was yeah. going to be the new flagship. So, you know, BBC and Club Thirty Three only. It's possible. Yeah. Possible. I don't think it would be that weird to get another resort. And I, I think one thing that the, I think the Riviera Resort taught us is that the future of resorts at Disney has nothing to do with they're They're going to be near existing spots. They're, they're going to cram them in versus spread them out because it makes a lot more sense um, logistically. Oh, so yeah. The amount of transportation. Yeah. And then really just all the like power and sewage and water. Yeah, you everything. Know, I have to stretch that out a few more miles when you can just yep. connect to what's there. It just Yeah, it just makes – it is so much better now when you go to – you've got Riviera. You, when they're all together, it's just, it's so nice. Like, it really is nice. Yeah, I don't disagree with you at all. I think for me it's more like while I, I understand that the facts the matter about needing private spaces in order to jump up a tier or what have you, I just look toward – uh, top of the world in question like well how successful is that really I mean that's a bar it's basically empty until fireworks time and like why is that something you want to emulate and continue down the road and make it bigger and make it like entire buildings you can't access 
Well, I think for Disney, Top of the World is a moneymaker because Vacation Club is paying for it. So Disney as a whole sees it as a moneymaker because, you know, here's just this empty spot on the top of the, of the building that they have income. And since, and you know, and you, you talk about Vacation Club for, paying for it, that's what all the, like, membership fees are for. You can't, uh, Disney can't actually make money on the membership fees. So if the membership fee is paying for, or I should say Vacation Club can't make money on the membership fee. But if the membership fee is paying for things like this, you know, bar to be open, then the, any money, any drinks that they sell, I'm going to say are probably just gravy. Right. In the overall look. Well, then you know what? That's just sad. <laughs> well, I mean, think about like how many places in the like the, the the haunted mansion itself makes Disney zero money. The merchandise that you buy around it, you know, and it's one of the reasons that you go to the Magic Kingdom. But the ride itself, you know, they don't make any money while you're on the ride. So, I think it's just the same kind of thing. It's just it's a draw. And yeah. it, don't get me wrong, it sucks. I can't get into can't get into those places. I would love to. I want I mean, to get you into could, those just bought DVC. I've actually yeah. thought about it a lot recently. I got a I got a thing from Disney saying like, "Hey, sucker, you just booked another trip." You know. Yeah. They're like, if you had just, you know, if you just totaled up the last five years worth of Disney trips, that would have paid for your DVC membership. Is that what they kind of implied in the letter? Oh, for sure. They had your oh, list yeah. of, of your trips? Oh, no, no, no. But they definitely say stuff like, you know, you've already booked a week. And, you know, if you do this every every year or every, you know, whatever, in five years, you can pay it off. And I mean, I'm just like, yeah, that's true. Let's do that. I would say, like, I think this life change for you in the last year, it really has, it makes more sense now than it did before. Well, the hard part is that if I was paying full price or, you know, cover charge or, you know, wholesale for the room or whatever, right. but I'm still getting cast member rates. True. Friends, thank you. Uh, which True. means that it's 10 years worth of vacation club, you know, of this would have paid for a vacation club. But then I'm still paying the, uh, where they get you is those membership fees. Like, the, right. you know, the, yes. And uh, done that math. Yeah, I did that math, and I was just like, I'm still, I'd still be paying about what I'm paying now. But we're getting really close. We're at a point where the cast member rate at forty percent off is really, really close to what it would be just for those membership features every year. Mm. You know, so. And then you know, I talked to people like um, Rachel and Mike were just out there. And they stayed for eight days at the at the Bali, and I'm like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. <laughs> sons of bitches, sons of bitches, bumpuses, sons of bitches, bumpuses, <laughs> sons of bitches, bumpuses. <laughs> oh my gosh, can't wait, can't wait. It's almost time. I know, right? When do you decide? When do you? start watching certain movies because i've been kind of like i haven't gone for any like really like like i haven't watched christmas vacation i haven't watched nope, christmas none. uh story I, 
But like, well, I kind of like. Home. I feel like. I haven't had any Elf. time. I just haven't had any no. time. I watched the Santa Claus. That to me, that is like the outer rim of Christmas movies. Right. Like you haven't even got to the to the to the thick gooey center yet. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Not at all. I've just kind of licked off a little bit of the chocolate, and I'm going to get to that creamy cherry in the middle of this delicious cordial. Mm. So, I've already watched Home Alone 1 and 2, which, as far as I'm concerned, are the only Home Alones. Fuck the rest of them. Um, I've watched Little Women and, of course, cried because you have to cry every single fucking time. And I've watched a whole bunch of the Netflix and what have you made for TV movies. Oh, yeah. I watched and Klaus on Netflix. I, that was great. I watched Noelle and it's like seriously, it it has anchored itself in a top ten spot for me. I will watch this every year. Traditional holiday movie, it's that good. Oh, I have an unpopular opinion of Noel. <laughs> what? I I did not like it. Yeah. I was just what? I was left. I, and I really wanted to because I love everybody except for whatever the. Not Phyllis Diller, whatever that lady's the older lady name that was the elf. I love everybody oh, else yeah. that's in that movie. Charlie McLean. Yeah. Is that her name? Yes. I either way. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it wasn't for me either. I wasn't a it wasn't. <laughs> Why? Snowball was Snowball was cool. Yeah. Snowball was but, adorable. Well yeah. Of I course. wanted to watch it funny and have it be like the nomenclature of everything's jolly and merry and, and her yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, no, trust me, I enjoyed the outfits she was wearing. Oh yeah, that was I was I enjoyed that. I thought it was like a continuation of Elf, and I appreciated that. It well, definitely felt like I was that. hoping. Like I was hoping it would be like I wanted the same feels as Elf. Well, apparently and, you're dead inside. So oh no, I'm not. Work with that. No, I cried during the Christmas or Santa Claus mm-hmm. when they when they get the little like Oscar Mayer Wiener whistle and the uh, match date game or whatever. Ah, I'm a it's not a part. Actually, when she first looks at him and realizes like holy crap, he is Santa Claus. That it just gets me every time. But yeah. uh, I was bombed, man. I really wanted to like Noel, like really. They waste. Sure they spared no expense now. pimping that out at uh, Disney Springs. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. Oh, wow, unpopular opinion though. That. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Definitely unpopular opinion because I would say 80 percent of the people that I know that watched it loved it. Yeah, I agree. I, it, and it, I would say it's bad. I, I mean, I'd buy no. it's bad. But I don't feel like it's a tradition for me. <laughs> like I feel like I saw it and I'm like, okay, it's, I can put it up there with Christmas with the Crumps. <laughs> you know, like I can, I can, I can move on. Christmas <laughs> with the Crumps. Oh, uh, that was good. That was good though. You know what I did buy though? I bought the. Uh, oh, what the hell are they called? The little like elf, uh, the computer animated one from ABC. They do the thing at studios. Oh, oh. Uh, Pop and Landing. Yeah, I bought both of those on iTunes. It's like five dollars for both of them, so I was like done and done. So I need to watch that. 
Yeah. I haven't watched any of the old stuff either. Like, I haven't watched... Yeah, I need to... Right, I watched Noel. Like I did week. watch... I gotta but get I, on board. I know, it's awful. Like, it just... There's just not enough time. There's just not enough time, because um, Monday, we are going to go ride a golf cart around the campground, and I'm very excited about that. That sounds awesome to me. Yeah, that's like... like yeah. Um, yeah, that is one of my favorite... Christmas things to do, and I haven't done it in you know probably fifteen or twenty years now. Yeah, but oh man, it's so great. I got to do it last year. It was it really is great, and you just such a unique such a unique experience. It's fun and and yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, it's great. But like I feel like those are like those are my people. Like they're crazy about Disney. They're crazy about Christmas. A lot of them like to drink. Yeah, and they're like, let's just do it here where it's a lot easier, and let the, yeah. and, and we'll go to the park for a few hours during the day, but then we'll come back here and really let loose. It's just yeah, it's so good. It really is. They're like, we're gonna wake up, we're gonna go to Epcot during the day, we're gonna do, we're gonna do a lap around World Showcase, we're gonna check out all the Christmas lights, and then we're gonna come back here and party. So basically, what you're it. saying is they're doing what I did, but in the correct location. Right. They're not doing it at All-Star Sports. Yes, yes. Okay. Did you go back yeah, to All-Star Sports like... and you just get depressed? Oh, I did. Yep, sure. Yeah. You're like, I'm sitting here, like, shame-eating on the bed with Mark. Yep. Well, that's the thing. So, like, much this Plus available on oh. your uh, resort TV? What? What was the Disney Plus availability in your resort hotel room? <laughs> Oh, I didn't notice any, oh. and I was kind of looking for it because I even made a comment to Mark. I'm like, wouldn't you think they'd offer this as, like, a way to help promote it? So, yeah. Like, no, we would not. And also, like, I mean, again, it was not a refurb room, so old carpet, old wallpaper, and old TV. I mean, it was small and very... Did you watch flat screen? Or how, was it a tube? It, it was not a dude, but it felt like one. I mean, I felt like I was struggling to actually, like, see the movie. And when they first opened All-Stars, I stayed there. And, like, literally the TV they gave you was, like, one of those ones that, like, kids had in their bedroom in the 80s. It was, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, four, four inches wide. And, you know, it was color. It but had, the, like, the old school clicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did – at some point, they realized they have upgraded them a lot to where they said, okay, this is still a Disney hotel. We do have to kind of give them some amenities. <laughs> but um, I, I, I'm sure they gritted, they, uh, you know, they gritted their teeth the entire time and, like, screw these people, but we're still we're going to have to do it. Ooh. All right. I'm now going to attempt to wrap Mark's biggest present, which is... I'm right here. Uh -huh, yeah. Oh. Uh -oh. No, he's been... Every time we do a race, he sees the display in the expo center for the company that will, you know, make a really nice shadow box display out of all your medals and your race bibs. And every time he stops, he's like, I think I want to do that. And he talks himself out of it. And I'm like, you don't need that. I can do it for you. And then, of course, I never do it. So I've done it. So oh, nice. How many races? Actually, all of his races or just like one? What would you do? No, just uh, his Star Wars weekend from uh, this year. So it's, and he did the whole, he did every single race. So he has six medals. Although ironically, only two bibs. 
Hmm. They give you only one bib for the um, for the challenge. So you wear the same bib for both the 10K and the half marathon. And then you get a separate bib for the 5K because it's not part of the challenge. So then you get the three medals for those three races. Then you get a medal for doing the challenge. Then there is a medal for the virtual half marathon. And then I think there's another medal for doing all of them. I don't know that you know. But... Well, so I put it together. Oh, so you did it yourself, though. You didn't get him like yeah. a gift certificate to do that. Fucking three hundred dollars for a fucking shadow box and some pins. Well, that's the thing. So I didn't so realize your name was so- Joanne. <laughs> oh, fabrics. Uh, I was gonna say my mom's getting an empty box for Christmas. Oh, that's what it turns out. For. Congratulations. Well, we. Yeah. So no, she's just got like. You know, a bunch of, like, old VHS and, uh, you know, those tiny other little, like, mini DV or whatever uh, video cassettes and no way to play them anymore. And there's a company that, for a flat rate, will just do, like, you know, you can get a box that'll do, like, 100 or whatever. So we did that. It was super expensive. And then they're like, well, what we do is we send you you know, the box, and then you ship them all back to us. So essentially, like, you know, my, my brother thought that it was going to come with, like, some sort of, like, cool letter <laughs> or just something that would explain what it is. But no, it's, it's literally just a gray box. <laughs> so we're going to wrap up a gray box and give it to her. And then when she opens it, she's going to be like, assholes. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, well, man. Say, for anybody attempting this at home part of what goes into the cost of having somebody else do it is that they don't use your medals they like have their own source to get the same medals from the races and at first i'm like well that just seems unnecessary but i think i figured out why they do that and that is because after having done it myself now i think they probably cut the ribbons they probably glue the medals on there and they otherwise harm the metals that you wouldn't have been doing to your metals just to right. change your mind or something. Yeah. Whereas I'm struggling to like not hurt the precious babies. So yeah. But I think it looks okay. That's yeah. Well, he's a lucky guy. That's cool. Yeah. I try. Lucky Mark. I try. I try. Lucky Mark. Lucky, lucky Mark. Mark. It's the first time you've ever used that. I know. Should be hashtag. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a festivist miracle. Oh, are we going to, are we going to have an area of grievances? <laughs> Next time, because as I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the, uh, the, at the old clock here, we have reached the end of the three o'clock parade for, uh, the pre-holiday. Oh, you, tell me that you, can, you can see the first parade, the first boat <laughs> coming down. It is. And it's Mark heralding his medals over his head. In a triumphant manner, as the champion of the Star Wars weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, Lucky Mark. I don't know what to do for him next year. Rhiannon, enjoy your paper. <laughs> Skip to Grigchi. Hope your mom enjoys her box. Oh, you yeah. know she will. You know no. she will. All right, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next time on the three o'clock parade. Merry Christmas! Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh, boy! Aha! Rico Navidad!
Hanukkah linda sta aquí Ocho candelas para mí Hanukkah linda sta aquí Ocho candelas para mí Oh Una candelica, dos candelicas Tres candelicas, cuatro candelicas Ocho candelicas, seis candelicas Siete candelicas Ocho candelas para mí Muchas fiestas voy a hacer Con alegrías y placer Muchas fiestas voy a hacer Con alegrías y placer Los pastelicos voy a comer Con almendricas y la miel Los pastelicos voy a comer Con almendricas y la miel Una candelica, dos candelicas Tres candelicas, cuatro candelicas Cinco candelicas, seis candelicas Siete candelicas, ocho candelas para mí Ci 
Celebrate till I fly in the sky like a dove Let me unwind 
flame in the name of the lion of Judah. Drop like a hammer when I fall like the rain. Sun shower, feel a baba when I hit like a train. Happy Hanukkah, I wanna give a gift to you. Light up the night, my love shine through. From Mount Zion, this is what we do. Bring love to you. Happy Hanukkah, I wanna give a gift to you. Light up the night, my love shine through. From Mount Zion, this is what we do. Bring love to you. When I write too excited, now I'm fighting back Into time with the divine, it's a battle through your spine It's a battle from the ancient line Son of King David, Maccabee till the end of time You're my light in this hardest time Yes, you bring peace to my mind Won't you please let me unwind As I light up a flame in the name of the Lion of Judah Drop like a hammer when I fall like the rain Sun shower, feel a baba when I hit like a train Happy Hanukkah, I wanna give a gift to you Light up the night, my love shine through From Mount Zion, this is what we do Bring love to you Happy Hanukkah, I wanna give a gift to you Light up the night, my love shine through From Mount Zion, this is what we do Bring love to you Celebration, get your hands Give a gift to you. Light up the night, my love shine through. From Mount Zion, this is what we do. Bring love to you. Happy Hanukkah. I wanna give a gift to you. Light up the night, my love shine through. From Mount Zion, this is what we do. Bring love to you.
סוף 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 חנוכה הוא חג טוב חנוכה הוא חג טוב סבבון סוף 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 חג שמחה הוא לעם נס גדול היה שם נס גדול היה שם חג שמחה הוא לעם סבבון ספין אנטרן While the colorful candles burn What a marvelous holiday As we sing and dance and play Tell the story, say the prayers A great miracle happened there It's the festival of life For eight whole days And eight whole nights
खुशी मनाओ आए दिवाली रे दीप जलाओ खुशी मनाओ आए दिवाली रे Oh, 